All right. So we wanted to do this cool thing with our podcast where we bring up two books that we've read and connect it, find an idea that both, all four, my bad, all four books connect to. So um, I guess you want to start introducing your two books first? Sure. My books are Lord of the Flies by William Golding and Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. My books are... Oh my god, I almost forgot the name. <laughs> um, my books are Lemony Snicket, A Series of Unfortunate Events. It's book one called The Bad Beginning by um, Daniel Handler. And the other book I read is Elon Musk's biography by Ashley Vance. So we'll give a brief idea of like what the books are about, and then we'll hop right into it. Yep. Uh, I guess I'll start, <laughs> I'll start then. Uh, Lord of the Flies is basically about these group of boys who get stranded on an island, and they have to figure out um, what they're going to do to get rescued. And Ready Player One is about this boy who is growing up in a poor-ish part of town around virtual reality, and everyone finds this billionaire's Easter egg, or they're on the hunt for it, and you probably know how that goes from there with everything getting out, so... Yeah. What are your books about? <laughs> My first book, I'll start with um, Lemony Snicket. It's a story about three children, the Baudelaire children. Their parents have died in a tragic fire, and they are sent off to live with their distant cousin. Turns out the man isn't really their cousin, and he's just trying to marry the oldest one in the group for their fortune. I know. Crazy. Oh, man. He's a crazy man. <laughs> and... <laughs> My uh, The biography I read, Elon Musk's biography, it's pretty self-explanatory. It just talks about Elon's life from childhood to where he is today. Not exactly today. It was published in 2016, so it would be from when he was born to 2016. Okay, makes sense. All right. So the overall idea that we found between all four books was discovery, and we came up with the essential question of... How does discovery affect who you are and what you become? Yeah. So. Interesting. I know it is a pretty interesting topic because, like, it's not, there's not a lot of research done in this area. And it's crazy to see how much books really, like, secretly bring it up. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. At the same time, it's weird because, like, it happens so much in society but it's not talked about, yeah. despite how much it happens. So, so I'll start with <clears throat> bringing up the biography. It's a specific part in the book. It talks about Elon, how he was like bullied as a child, and how he mentioned in he actually mentioned it in the book when he was talking to Ashley Vance during one of their dinners. What's his name? Elon said. Um, he said that he feels like his childhood back in South Africa going through all the bullying really shaped who he became today and the fact that if he didn't go through all of that he felt like he wouldn't have a push that like he wouldn't have the push to make him who he is to prove everyone wrong basically the mean comments and things Mm -hmm. that he went through actually and you know enforced that he can become better than he is already because I mean if you're a bully (laughs) You're already kind of a douche, and you're probably not a good person. So he can show that he's better than, than them by 
being yes. who he is today. But yeah, that's like, <clears throat> it's just like it helped. It also helped Elon discover that life is not um, what it seems. And especially the fact that his parents really shielded him, especially his mom shielded him from like um, society a lot, kept him at home, made, made sure he was safe. It taught Elon unfortunately the hard way that life is not what it really seems and that sort of happened in uh, a series of unfortunate events too yeah with the uh, the three kids they were also shielded by their parents they had this huge house everything was perfect they were pretty much living in a utopia until their parents it's utopia right not dystopia it's utopia Yeah. yeah yeah They were living in a utopia until their parents passed and they start to learn more about how bad people can become, how bad people are. And it just teaches them that they need to open their eyes more, be careful about their surroundings, teaches them that not everything is what it seems again. And to be careful who they trust. Yeah. They thought that this was their cousin. Turns out. Yeah. It's not. So, uh, I guess I will do the same for my books. Mm -hmm. Um, for Lord of the Flies, they realize that they have two options to either um, be civilized or to use the fact that they have no adults on the island to do whatever they want. And despite the fact that they want to be civilized, they end up not doing that and uh, killing each other. <laughs> so uh, um, one of the main characters realizes that they are becoming beasts and that they're not becoming who they're meant to be, per se, air quotes. Uh, meant to be meaning they're not the good British boys that they're supposed to be. Oh, so, like, they're not acting, like, quote-unquote, high class. Yes. Okay. Despite the fact that they're from a high-class area. Okay. Um, and once they actually get rescued, they realize what they've become, which are savages. Uh, so, that's because they discovered, you know stuff within themselves i guess maturity Um, i want to say maturity yes and also the fact that they can they discovered choices the fact that they can Mm -hmm. be mature or they can um they can do whatever they want and just cause havoc essentially um and yeah you know all right (laughs) i got you i got you uh basically so they choose the other one on accident without really meaning to. And, um, you know, they become savages. They become people, the people that they don't want to be. While in Ready Player One, this boy, uh, Wade, discovers that he, um, he has the power to do what he wants if he actually works for it. Sort of like Elon Musk, I guess. I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, because he worked to actually find this billionaire prize, basically. Um, and in working to find it, because he would, he can't, he comes from a poor family and, you know, you wouldn't expect that from someone from that group, if that makes sense. From that class? Yes. Okay. Um, cause they didn't expect anyone from that sort of region to actually find it. Uh, cause he lived in Be- extra Park. Because they're assuming like his, um, just like education is low. Education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're assuming just because of his class and education that he's not going to you know, find it, and that the higher-ups in society are going to find it instead. But no, he found it to use it towards the greater good versus corporate gain. Kudos to that guy. Yes. I, I appreciate that. I, I do, too. Yes. Which, you know, <clears throat> find a billionaire prize. You could do anything with that. Yeah, you can, like, 
If, to be honest, I wouldn't have, well, like, if we're being honest, a majority of people at, in his like, class would probably take that money and go straight and just, like, spend it yes. down on a house, cars. Like, he used it for the entire community, basically, yeah. even, like, shutting down some portions of the game to give people time to actually go out and interact because everyone was so glued to this game for so long. So they he decided, hey, let's take two days off and we're going to shut it down for like updates and stuff. And All then, the people in their trailers just come out. They're like, the sun. Sky, what? <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> it's not pixelated. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Um... Yeah. Wow. Um, and it, you know, it changed all these things about each of our characters, really, and how they discovered something that they probably weren't supposed to, but they did due to curiosity and other things. Um, it showed them who they actually were, mm-hmm. how they, who their like, true character was. How they're, like, how the inside, like, of like, how they, yeah, like, pretty much what you said, how they truly are just, like, starts to like shine kind of it like falls like poof like confetti (laughs) um there is this one source that i found and it talks about it's it's called children and social conditioning and we could connect all four books to this source because you know they're all they were all at the time they were learning about themselves were children yeah and it talks about children and social conditioning how our society shapes us okay and um, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you remember? It? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So it most of the most of the article talks about how not allowing your child to like experience life without a barrier or with a will halt any brain or social development. Exposing them to society will also help them with understanding that not everyone is raised the same or behaves the same. Yes. Well. And I guess it sort of makes you think it's all about where you grow up and what you, how you take in information, I guess, yeah. to actually shape who you become. Like, you could take things the wrong way, and you could probably become a bad person, whereas you could look at everything on the better side and then become a better person. It really depends on how you were raised. It really depends on, like, how your parents made you look at life. There are some parents who are, like, in Elon and in the Baudelaire children, their case, they were blinded to everything versus how there's a lot of kids these days. Like, you could take probably, let's let's talk about, like, some crazy neighborhoods, like Southeast back in, like, the 90s or Queens, New York, where those kids, majority of their time, they're outside because their parents have to go make money for them to survive. Those kids learn more about society unfortunately learn bad things at a young age but it does come with a benefit because they know how the streets work how life works so they won't be tricked that make any sense yeah what i'm saying yeah i feel like then depending on where you grow up and then what i guess from where you grow up like you know like what you said um and how they grew up on the streets and how, I guess, they use that to move forward. I guess mm-hmm. that's how it could actually shape who they can be. Because people can come from a bad background and be, like, one of the most influential people in yeah. the world. So, you know, it all depends on how you actually use the information that you're given. And some people, it goes the opposite. Some people can come from, like, an amazing background. Oh, my God, my dad is a freaking senator. And then they end up being in snobs. the dumps. Yeah. 
they end up being snobs, then they end up in the dumps because they didn't, you know, use what they had for the greater good. Yeah, they didn't use it to their advantage. Yeah. Um. Let me. Okay. So we also have another source that I found. Um, from a TED talk, which is called "A Journey to Self Discovery," and um, it's about it's more about self improvement and more just like looking inside of yourself to actually see who you can become and how you can either a fix what you don't like about yourself to become better, or b just become better and because there's always room for improvement. Yeah. So. Um. And no one's perfect. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, basically just room for improvement type thing and how it shows you um, what you can choose to do going through. <laughs> like when you're going through really tough times, what you can choose to do. Like in the TED Talk, it was talking about um, meditation to like center your thoughts to actually, you know, think before you do sort of thing. Uh, which is what they should have done in Lord of the Flies, but they did not. Yeah. So they should have had a meeting, like sit around a round table, kind of like the UN. You so know, what are we doing today? What are we doing? <laughs> you know, they actually did have meetings a lot of the time, but considering that they were all schoolboys and they were actually younger boys as well, uh, they did not really. They didn't really listen. So they didn't really get much. Wait, how old were they? Like, if you could give like an estimated age, like a six to 12 range oh god okay never mind (laughs) so yeah you know some of them didn't listen some of them were run off and then eventually they started getting antsy Mm -hmm. being cooped up on an island and trying to keep order so you know after that it just someone sparked a flame basically quote-unquote sparked a flame Mm -hmm. and that led to other people revolting as well sort of um but yeah you know they should have just sat down and they actually, really, yeah. you know, thought about it for a moment. And he, I, I think that they should have thought about how they can actually get through to each other. They should have been big boys, but nah, they decided yeah. to be baby boys. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but that's what a lot of people now don't do. They don't just that's sit down true. and think. Everybody kind of, like, just flies to Twitter and goes chaotic yeah. mode. And they don't, like... You know how much crime there is today with, like, killing and things like that? Because people don't think. Yeah. They don't calm down. You need to calm down before you do something. Think. Talk to someone. (laughs) You know, because communication is key. So. All right. Well, I found another source, too. Um, Yes. This one is called Understanding Society Youth Studies. And it basically talks about how uh, the younger, like, younger generations, when they talk to, like, older people and how talking to older people of different backgrounds can affect what they learn and how they take that information that they get from that, those people and how it affects them and how it makes them grow. So it's, again, it comes up with the whole situation, like the whole subject of, you know, leaving your child isolated, like, you know, leaving your child in isolation from the outside world is just as dangerous or sometimes more harming than like, leaving them out and exposed yeah, and learning. And I think that's really, really true because being naive is probably one of the scariest things to have in you. Like having a child that's like really naive is very scary. Yeah. That's, that's why most parents want to attempt to shield their child away 
if they're a naive child because like I guess it's sort of protecting them and trying to conceal their innocence, but that's not a good thing. It's like making it, it like you are already making them naive. So then you're like, okay, let's shield them because they're naive, but you're not solving the problem. Yeah. I think that you need to expose children to these types, like, you know, yeah. big problems that are going on kind yeah. of, but problems that actually affect them in the current future, I guess. Like, I, I just don't think it's, you know, don't, don't like th- like throw them in immediately. Don't be like, oh, guess what's going on in like, oh my god, Iraq, or like, guess what's going on? Yeah, freaking, no. you know, because then they'll probably get scared. They'll probably, yeah. you know, become like this scared child who doesn't even want to go outside. And then in the future, they're just going to be like, you know, like scary cat. I yeah, I don't yeah. know how else to word it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, yeah. So basically. It's let them sometimes, like they say, let your child discover things. Yes. Let people discover. Take the time to teach them about the world around them because isolating them is not the answer. Yeah. That's just going to make it worse. I guess if you really like, if you don't want to be an isolator, I guess, like if you don't want to be the one isolating your child, because no one wants to isolate their child, but they do it unintentionally. But anyway, send them to preschool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, just like, Introduce them to these things and let them discover it themselves. Yeah. But safely. Teach them how to do it safely. You know? That's true. That's yeah. I like that. Because okay. that's that's the true problem, I guess. Sometimes you just have to know when to let them discover these things. On their own, yeah. Sometimes it's... Just it's depends. very beneficial. In my opinion, I think it's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. It, just, it just depends. So, you know. All right. So... We're going to take a quick break before we come back for our final thoughts on the situation. <laughs> There's the timer. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. We'll be back um, in a bit to give our final Stop. thoughts. Stop going up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's a big disaster? Trying to create your own website. HTML? CSS? PHP? CMS? Who has time for that? That's why you need Squarespace. Squarespace is the easy way to create your very own professional website using simple drag and drop actions. No matter if you're trying to open a digital storefront or finally starting that travel blog you were always talking about. With just a few clicks, you can customize your website to your liking. If you want to give Squarespace a try, go to squarespace.com slash everythingpodcast to sign up. They are currently offering 50% off for your first month to our listeners. Register using the promo code EVERYTHING10. That's squarespace.com slash everythingpodcast. Welcome back after our break. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, sometimes it's, like, good to just look in deeper into the question. You know, how has discovery shaped who you became today? Like, who you are today? Yes. You know? And 
Honestly, I don't know the answer to that question myself. Do you know the answer to that question? No. I feel like there's still more there for is. everybody to learn about themselves, no matter what. It really you know? is. Like, you never stop learning. Of course. Because you can never be fully... I don't know, fully like, educated on life. Quote-unquote educated. Yeah. Because you can know as much information as possible, but then again, you never stop learning. Exactly. At all, so. You know, a good question to ask yourself would be, what, like, what thing is there that you, like, what else is there for you to discover? What is something that you do not know anything about? Yeah. Like, for example, what if you don't know anything about code? Maybe it's time for you to go... Learn about code. code. Yeah. You know? Or you'll if, never know. You know, go out and, like, even if, like, there's something that you don't like, go out, see what it's like. Yeah. And then say you don't like it. it there you but go. But, y- you know. It's always good to, like, go and learn about different things because you'll never know. Maybe that secretly was what your destiny yeah. was supposed to be. Yeah. And then if you don't go out and discover that, then you you messed up your own destiny. <laughs> Not really, but, you know, you, you, you get it. You get I feel it. like it's better to try and learn as much as you can while you're alive. Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise... Discover as much as you can. Yes. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's very beneficial. Yeah, me too. Mental growth and... All that stuff. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, well, okay. thank you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.